0: hello hello and welcome back to another episode of the canopy real podcast it is me Rachel back with another episode we have a movie review and a word for today so the last episode was a couple weeks ago I took a little break it's a little tired trying to get myself together trying to see where God wanted me to go and this is what we got so we' are gonna we're gonna roll with it we're gonna see what it is what it's gonna do um so yeah so we have a movie review today and a word it's always got to be a word. Uh, and the movie is Turning Red, which came out uh, last week, this past weekend, this past week uh, on Disney Plus. It's a Pixar movie. It was super cute. I would recommend. I give my my ratings at the end, but I recommend you watch it um so we're gonna pray first and then we're gonna dive into the to the to the movie review portion of today's episode so to heavenly father god thank you lord for this time i pray lord that you will use it uh, to be beneficial to all those who hear it father god i pray all these things in your son jesus name amen so we're gonna read just briefly the synopsis of the movie which was so it says may lee is a confident dorky 13 year old Torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence. Her protective, if not slightly overbearing mother Ming is never far from her daughter, an unfortunate reality for the teenager. And as if changes to her interests, relationships and body weren't enough, whenever she gets too excited, which is practically always, she poofs into a giant red panda. So that was it was a super cute movie where you know you have mainly like i said 13 year old girl it was interesting because it took place in toronto but it took the time this time period was 2002 and so for the 90s babies it was very it was a lot of nostalgia so it was really cool to watch i was like this movie was definitely would have gone some of the things would have gone over the head of like kids who were born after like 2007. Uh, they would have been like i don't know what's going on but for people who were born in the 90s in the early early 2000s like 2000 they they knew it was up so um the movie talked about a lot of different things and I wanted to touch on a couple different topics that I felt like the movie touched on and did a really good job of talking about or at least introducing the first was like diversity so Mei Li she's Chinese Canadian and her friends were all from different uh racial or or ethnic backgrounds and so that was cool to see like you know they were like in a public school to see these four little girls all they all looked different but they all were very very close friends all best friends and then also the the diversity of the entire cast was very interesting to watch because everybody was nobody was just playing white you know what i'm saying how some of these other pixar movies have been in the past you know but they showed a little more diversity which i thought was was bravo on pixar's part bravo for the the, the new wave of being diverse in our movies especially our kids movies um so that was just a brief little thing so bravo for the diversity obviously we can always do better but for it was a it was a huge step in the right direction and I love to see the representation um and to see a little they just showed kind of like an inkling of like Chinese culture I don't I'm not Chinese so I can't tell you if they did it justice or not but it was interesting because I'd never seen anything like that other than like Mulan you know what I'm saying so it was good to see it was good to watch uh something else this is the but the more meatier part of the movie that I thought was interesting was they showed the relationship between may and her mother and we see so we as a as a as the audience you see that may's may loves her mother We see that May loves her mother and we see that May's mother adores May, but May's mother is hecka controlling. I mean, when May, she was just so controlling. She, um, didn't like May's friends. She blamed them for her anytime May might've got out of hand. Uh, she didn't like when May showed interest in a boy, like there was this there was this guy at this little local deli that they went to and all the friends had a crush on him. May was like, he was okay. But one night May was like drawing in her notebook and she was drawing all these little pictures of of old dude and her mother found her diary and she saw the pictures. And then the mother like marched down to the, to the little deli thing and like embarrassed her daughter. It was just, it was so painful to watch. It was so painful to watch. It was, it was, it was giving, we need to, we need to lay out, find boundaries but how between our mothers our parents and our and our children there needs to be boundaries because Ming May's mother was walking all up on them boundaries and she was all up over them it was it was cringy to watch but we do see that May and her mother love each other but there's obviously you know she's 13 she's she's a teenager she's coming into those teenage years and so there's some there as she's getting older May is starting to develop her own starting to become an own her own individual person and it's like her mother wasn't able to to let go and see that may was becoming may you know what i'm saying so it was it was it was kind of cringy to watch but it was relatable the movie overall was very relatable i mean other than the giant panda thing obviously uh but the movie as a whole was very relatable and you know um the something else i forgot to say was you know the whole idea of her turning into a giant panda um, was kind of like it was like a coming of age movie so it was signifying her hitting puberty and all the good and the bad that comes out of puberty but especially like her coming into her emotions um, her coming into who she is and just all that puberty entails so but it, it was kind of it was like whenever yeah it was puberty It's kind of what the, the giant panda um, the giant red panda initially represented and then as she got older it just kind of I don't really, there's some, there's some questions. I had some questions, you know, but because there was like this ancestral spirit and anyway, watch the movie. It'll do a better job explaining, but so yeah, the relationship between May and her mother was kind of strained throughout the movie and the relationship between her and her friends though was interesting to watch. So um it definitely was it was cute because it's like if you had like a group of friends similar to that growing up or even now then you could definitely relate to that just that level of just freedom you have around your friends. Um but it was interesting like I said they had a lot of diversity within the friend group. Um but you could see that May, May felt free to be herself around her friends and that her friends loved her for who she was as she was. Um and so I really appreciated that and you saw that um When it comes to May controlling her emotions, controlling, turning into the giant red panda, it was, she would think about her friends and how much she loved them and how much they loved her. And that helped her turn back into, helped her be able to turn between a panda and a person Easily at, you know, at her own will. So that was very interesting because in the past, the way they told the story of the giant red panda was, you know, it's kind of like this uncontrollable thing. And you have to like, you have to like trap it in this, this, some kind of um, necklace or hairpin or you had to, you had to like keep it contained. And that's, that's getting deep right there. How you had to like basically like bottle up your emotions and not express them. Um, and so that's kind of like how the the story was is like you had to like you had to like trap your trap your red panda and you couldn't let it out or else it would control you. Um, and then we see with May is that she was able to control her red panda, um, and she was better for it. So I mean, if you think about your red panda at, and the fact that her red panda, her giant red panda would come out whenever she was, um, whenever her emotions became. She, whenever she got really excited or really angry, um, her red panda would pop up. It's like you're able to control your emotions. And so it's, that's an interesting thing. As opposed to bottling them up or hiding them, you know, you just control them. You think about the, the love of the love that you have from your friends and your family um, and all that you do have. And it helps you kind of control your emotions a little better. So that's a whole other conversation that I wasn't even planning on talking about. But that's, that's, that's a good point. So once again, watch the movie, draw these inferences for yourself, because like I said, um, just thinking about controlling your emotions, it's especially as a as women, as a people, all people, but especially women. You know, it's hard to control our emotions, especially when it's that time of the of the month, if you will. But it's um it's 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 necessary because you keep you and same thing with guys uh when it comes to them and their emotions we as people just have to do we have to be able to we have to be able to express our emotions in a healthy way and control our emotions but not bottle them up and leave them trapped and nowhere to go because if you do that then when things get out of hand it's going to be like wow where did that come from as opposed to i was you know Gradually being like, yeah, when you do this, when you do that, da, da, da. you know, just like being able to help to have a healthy communication um, of your emotions and a healthy understanding of your emotions and your triggers. So that's a whole other conversation. Like I said, I was not planning on having, um, but it's important to have. So you know, talk about talk about what you're going through. Talk about it. Have that group of people that you can go to who understand you, um, who are willing to listen to you who can pour into you and who can who can help you and help you to understand your emotions help you to control your emotions and 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 you know keep you level if you will um and the last thing I wanted to talk about that I thought the movie kind of touched on was this whole idea of like forgiveness and change so in the end Mae so Mae betrays her friends to her mom um her mom finds out that she's been making money basically off of turning into this red panda to see these this concert uh with her friends and when her mom finds out her mom is quick to blame her friends when in fact it was may's idea to begin with to use the red panda to make money and so especially to go to this little party where uh and the whole reason her mom had to come was because May popped off at the little little boy whose party it was and um she scratched his face And uh, so her mom had to come. And when the mom found out that May had been using, you know, all found out what their shenanigans they had going on. um, May's mother was quick to point the finger at her friends. And the friends were like, but it wasn't even our idea. And May was kind of like, May was like, her mom kind of was like, May, is this true? And May just literally like turned her back on her friends. And made it seem like it was their fault. And so, because she was so, she did not want to disappoint her mom. And so that's a whole other thing. Like, you know, controlling parents, not wanting to disappoint them. And just all the, all the havoc that is wreaked because of that, that energy. Um, but so she turned her back on her friends. And at the very end, for like two minutes, they were mad at her. And then the next scene pretty much is they get back together but it was they were quick to forgive her you know they were a little upset but she's like I'm you know she's like I'm sorry you know let's be friends again and they're like okay and now they, they were best friends again and then the scene between her and her mom it was like May had to under May it's like it was interesting because the way Ming May's mother treated May the way May's mother treated May was how um May's grandmother treated May's mother so how Grandma treated Ming is how Ming treated May and so, but it wasn't until May was like I don't want to you can't treat me like you know I am my own person that's what kind of helped heal the relationship between Ming and her mother so it was interesting just how like generational curses kind of thing like controlling the controlling parent trope um and how that boiled, that how that follows down from generation 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 and the 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 trauma that that causes young people, because you're just so afraid of disappointing your parents, um, you don't become your own person or you become very sneaky and you hide and you lie and just all this kind of stuff, as opposed to being able to freely express yourself to your parents um, and being able to freely, and like you know, if you make a mistake, if you make a bad grade, it's okay, we're not going to disown you, you know, do better. Were you out here, you know, were you slacking? If you were slacking, I'm going to need you to do better. But you know, then it's not the end of the world if you get a B. It's not the end of the world if you get a C. You know, but communicate to me, talk to me, tell me what's going on. I want to know. I want to know about you. That's that's the energy we need to have, and that's the energy that um, kids need to be able to receive when they're growing up. And we saw with uh, May and Ming, her mother, they didn't, they weren't getting Ming didn't get that as a child, and so she lashed out at her mom, and she treated her, and and Ming was starting to do this, or May was starting to do the same thing that Ming was doing. Whew, okay yes yes may the star was starting to do the same thing was falling into the same line that her mother fell into but in this case Ming because she had these great group of friends whom she was able to be herself around and she realized that she liked who she was and she liked her red panda and so she was able to she was able to break that curse if you will uh so yeah that's pretty much done with the analysis point of this video overall IMDB gave it a 7.1 which is a little high for me. I would give it like more like a 6.8, 6.9. Not because it wasn't good. It was really cute. It was really good. But I would say I've seen better. You know what I'm saying? Like I would probably say like if you ever seen Coco, Coco was better to me. I loved Coco. Um, but Turning Red was really good. And it, it was very, for a kid's movie, it was very adult. Um, and so that was interesting. And, but as an adult, I thoroughly enjoyed it because it was like, you got, you got adult lessons with, with kid themes, you know what I'm saying? Like, or adult themes with kid, kid level, um, like entertainment. So it was very, it was a grown up. It was a, it was a movie. It was a not, it, I feel like if you were a like five or six year old child, um, the deeper meaning behind the movie would go right over your head. But if you were an adult watching this with your child, you'd be like, oh wow, that was deep. And so it was good. It was really good thoroughly enjoyed it but i've seen better so i would give it like a 6.8 6.9 so that concludes the lessons from portion of this episode and i would say that uh like i said it was good but now we're gonna move to let say the lessons from that concludes the um movie review portion of this episode now we're going to jump to the lessons from and what I wanted to talk about for the lessons from was the importance of godly community. And so initially, I was going to um, talk about this, the whole idea of godly community with my friends, but some stuff, stuff, you know, timing just didn't work out. So, um, but we did end up watching the movie anyway. And so it was interesting because I wanted to talk about community a godly community. And I was hanging out with some of my friends on Friday night and we ended up watching this movie and it was just interesting how things work together it Ain't got good because I needed someone to talk about because it was going on two, three weeks of not really having anything to say because I was just kind of in this in-between place when it comes to like content for my podcast, right? So we on Friday night, we watched this movie. And then after the movie, one of my friends was going through some stuff. We're first of all, we're all going through something. But one of my friends was going through some stuff. And um, she kind of told us what was going on with her. We were kind of there just to be more of a listening ear because, you know, she didn't really want any she didn't really want any more opinions or, or, you know, thing. She didn't really want any more input, I guess you could say. And so we were just kind of there for her to vent to which is what we as friends and community are supposed to be there supposed to be, you know, just there for you and how you need us to be and so it was, it was good because we, she was able to kind of talk with us and tell us what was going on. And we were able to just kind of sit back and listen. Well, we tried. We tried to sit back and listen, but we, we had to say a little bit something. Um, but when it comes to godly community, it is within the body of Christ that we find our place and we feel like we belong. And I definitely, truly, truly believe that. Now, the trick is finding a good body, a good congregation to experience um, what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. It's there are there's definitely a lot of church there's definitely a lot of great churches around the world, but there's also a lot of toxic churches around the world. And so you really have to use a discerning spirit and really ask the Holy Spirit to bring you into community with the right people for who you are and your place in life and where you're going. But um but yeah, it's like and I just know that it's within the body of Christ that you really truly find like community. Um it's because on the on the instant on the times when I visited different churches or even when I went on a mission trip, just going to those other congregations, just how opening, or how open and welcoming and inviting they are, it just make like you should that's what it feels like to be a part of the body of Christ, the greater body of Christ of believers is that wherever you go you feel loved you feel cared for you feel cherished you feel welcomed you don't feel like an outsider you like even though you may not know people they're still gonna treat you like hey darling how you doing you know come sit over here whatever what's your name like that's the energy that you should receive and that's the energy um i feel like that that is how you personify um the body of christ when it comes to welcoming in believers and treat how we treat people just just family like you should it should feel like family it should feel like community and I have like like seven or eight verses that I'm gonna just rattle off to you guys um, because I really want to get I want I want you to I, I want to tell you the importance of godly community, but I want you to see how the word, the Bible is filled with literature and verses and and stories about the importance of godly community in the New Testament and the Old Testament. So I want to start with Proverbs 17, chapter 17, verse 17. It says, "A friend is always loyal." And a brother is born to help in time of need. And so that right there, a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. Proverbs 27 verse 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. I'm like, there you go. Another one, Ecclesiastes. Let me see if I can find it. I can't go as quickly as, I, as if I had written them down. So, you know, take some time. There you go. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. It says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed if one falls the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble likewise i said through nine and ten it's more so nine through like 13 It says so yeah two people are better than one it says likewise two people lying closely together can keep each other warm but how can one be warm alone a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer three is even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken so that's talking about people having those people those close people beside you that community and I feel like you're really like it's in how the we as a body of believers we're supposed to be loving each other as Christ loved the church loving each other um with a sacrificial love with a gracious love with a merciful love and so i'm like it's this kind of love that we should have with each other that we should feel iron sharpening iron you know a brother a friend is loyal and a brother born in a you know in a you know born in a time of need like that's the kind of energy we should have a, a 3 corded strand is not easily broken that's that that's that community that god c- provides us with that's the community that god provides us with that's the that's the really important part so the next one is Romans 12, verse 5. It says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with the body of Christ, or so it is with Christ's body. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. So we all have many gifts, but we are together, we help each other out. We all like, you know, just how this is my hand, but this is my arm's hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh that was kind of weird. <laughs> that went that that didn't work the way I wanted it to. But We're all connected. We all belong to each other. The next one is uh, James 5, verse 16. It says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. The next one is Hebrews 10, 10, 24 through 25 or so. It says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of to acts of love and good works and let us not re- neglect meeting let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. The last one is Hebrew, no I'm sorry, Galatians 6:2. 2. 2. It says, "Share each other's burdens and in in, and in this way obey the law of Christ." you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. This one should have been the first one, but it's great as the last one. Let me read it again. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You are not that important. Paul said that, not me (laughs) argue with your mama, but he said, you aren't that, you ain't that, you're not that special. But so like I said, I rattled off like seven or eight verses to you guys, or seven or eight, yeah, verses to you guys. But the important part that I want you to take away from this is to ask God, if you don't, if you are not already in godly community, and I'm talking about, you have, we all have friends. I'm talking about those friends that are like, you know that they are Christians. They believe the same thing you believe and that they are striving to live a life according to god's word and in god's will and they are pushing you to do the same that's that godly community i'm talking about so i'm like if you if you don't have this ask god to send you godly community and he will i promise you because i i prayed last year i prayed that god would like you know open up my friend group and send me like i just needed friends i needed people in my life who were like me who i could just have that friendship with and he sent me and I went from having just like one close friend like that. So now I have three. So I total, there's four of us total now. And so it's like and I can't tell you how blessed I feel every single day to have my friends um, to just to know that we have that community. We have that friendship with each other. It's just a tr- it's a total blessing. And I really feel like I couldn't have gotten this anywhere other than within the, the community of God. I really couldn't have gotten it anywhere else. And, but yeah, and he will, if you ask God to send you godly community, he will send you that he's faithful and he will send you and he will immerse you in a group of individuals, like-minded individuals who will love you and care for you and cherish you where you can love and be loved. Because, you know, the whole point of being in community is it's not about you. You're supposed to love others and allow them and you love others and then they love you back. Um, And so the last thing I wanted to say was just seek God and seek his people. And he will bring, seek God and seek his people. And he will bring people alongside you to walk this thing called life out. He will bring people alongside you to help you. But the first and the most important thing is to seek God. If you seek God, all these other things will be given unto you. That's Matthew 6, 21, I think. Could be wrong, don't quote me, but it's in Matthew. But yeah, you seek God first and he will give you all these other things. And I think one of the other things he will give you is a godly community to surround you with. So yeah, we're going to pray and then we'll be done. So to Heavenly Father God, thank you, Lord, just for um this movie lord that had so many deep meanings in it father god thank you lord for this time and thank you lord for the for your the body of believers lord god that you have graced us to be a part of thank you lord for godly community where we where we are able to receive our healing and a freedom and we're able to love and be loved thank you god for your son jesus christ who died on the cross for our sins so that we may be back in community with you father god i pray lord that all who hear this will be blessed and will receive uh, we're able to walk and experience uh, your community, a godly community I pray all these things in your son Jesus name. Amen. So that is all I have until next time. Bye.